this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and today we are talking about uh, Holly Blake Blakey from breathingrm.org breathing room uh, breathing RM stands for room, breathingrm.org. Uh, Holly from Breathing Room Organization, who's going to share, she talks about how to get organized when we have young children. Uh, she says she's the owner of Breathing Room Organization, which is based in Northern California, but she travels all over. She says she's a mom of three. The ages are, um, well, the ages are a little different now because I think this was two years ago. Uh, she wrote this. Uh, so I, but, so we're gonna skip their ages. But she says, uh, I am used to a busy mom life. Now she says, so the three things I'm going to go through are good systems to have, spaces to utilize, my favorite handy products, and some mom hacks. <clears throat> she says, we will get started with my favorite systems. My first favorite system is what I call a transition bin. And I love the transition bin. I use a, a bin um, and a variation of what she does. Um, so I really love that. She says, so a transition bin is kind of like that out bin. Things that need to go out of your house. And so in my home and in clients' homes, we find a big bin. It could be even a big box. Or it can be a beautiful bin that you like. Whatever you like. But she says, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be expensive. It just needs to be on the bigger side and in this transition bin, you'll put all those items that you collect around your house that need to be taken out of the space and that are giving you anxiety, but there are items that you need to take action on. Now, I have a donation bin, but because she has kids, in her bin, she would put library books that need to be returned, uh, donations, um, let's see what else she says. Uh, so for that, that means the need to be returned. So for me, that means items that need to be returned to friends. Uh, Tupperware. If somebody's given you an amazing meal, Tupperware goes back. Dry cleaning, library books, returns. The list can go on. Basically, it's just things that don't, need, <clears throat> don't need to stay in your home and kind of have an action item like they need to be returned to their proper home. So it's really nice to have a contained space, a boundary for these items. Uh, so once a month, she takes these items back and it can be seasonally or monthly. I set a timer on my phone, not a... I set a timer on my phone, not a timer, a reminder, sorry. <laughs> she sets a reminder on her phone once a month 
and she finds time to return all those items. Now, um, she says, next one is kind of the bin inside your home that is the in bin. It the These are items that stay in your home. She says she calls this the find a home bin. Uh, she says a, the find a home bin is another thing that creates a boundary for you. It lessens the anxiety of everything piling up around the home. So you'll find Legos. So you have kids, you'll find scrunchies, places. You'll find Legos, places. You'll find tooth floss, places. So basically throughout the day, you'll be going from room to room, kind of shaking your head like, how did all these things get out of place? And so once a day, you go from room to room and just collect all those things. The good news is, and what she does is, you know, you don't have to put those things up right away. You can put those in the bin and when you have time, you can go and put those items away or you can delegate to one of the kids to put all those things away. You find time, a time of the week to put all those things away. And maybe you don't even have to be the one to do it. Maybe hand it over to your husband or the oldest kid. Make it fun, make it a game. Kids, let's see how fast you can put these items back and or if you can figure out where they go. Now, the next favorite system, it's kind of a philosophy that placement is key. But you want to make sure the things that need adult supervision stay high so the placement is key. Uh, but that doesn't only mean things you don't want your kids to touch all the time. It could mean things that you want your kids to be able to grab when they want to. Uh, so keep all the things that are messy up high so that your kids don't get into them um, without your supervision. But keep all the things that you do want your kids to get into, like sandwich making um, materials, keep those where your kids can reach them and they can make their own uh, sandwiches or their own uh, food, those that are old enough. And because they're going to be receiving new items, oh, Hold on, we missed something here. Uh, so that's the philosophy there. And so putting things higher that you don't want them to be able to grab. Then things that you want them to be self-sufficient about, toys and games, where you want them to be able to pull out, keep those nice and low. So that's the next uh, placement key. So placement is key. That also applies to pantries. Placement is key. Things you want them to be able to grab easily on their own. Fruits and healthy snacks. And then put all the junk food up high where it's harder for them to reach and there's more supervision. Uh, things that you don't really want them to grab all the time. The sweets, the juices, or whatever. It is whatever it is, keep it a little higher. <clears throat> Also, things you want them to see all the time, make them visible. So clear bins or wire bins, things that they can see through so they know what 
they are. Now we're going into the holiday. I almost skipped to the holiday, but the last system that I, we're gonna that she talks about is pre-holiday and pre-birthday edit. Um, you know, your kids, when you know your kids are going to get an abundance of toys for their birthday or abundance of toys for Christmas, go ahead and talk to them. Just talk to them about possibly um, donating some of the items that they don't use anymore or don't play with anymore to kids that are in need or kids that will play with them and will use them. So the week before the big gift giving and you involve your kids, you bring them into the space, whether it's a closet or room, whether whatever all the items are, and you just talk to them, them through it. Like, hey, this is coming up. It's so exciting. Christmas is coming. Your birthday is coming. Whatever the event is, this is so exciting. You're going to get probably some really cool stuff and because you're going to be receiving new items, we want to create space for them. So you're talking to them, planting seeds in their mind about needing space for their new stuff. Uh, so like I said, planting seeds and it's explaining that you know you're going to be receiving stuff and so let's create space for it. And also there's a bunch of items that you might not be using right now and here's the option. You don't have to donate them or give them away to a friend right away. They can go into a rotating toy library that goes in the garage or anywhere where you have space. It also shows you that once the items have been in the garage for six months and your child doesn't even remember it, that they will sur they survived without it. Um, it just shows them that, you know, you're not getting rid of it. It's in the garage in case they want to play with it. But if they don't need it or play with it in six months, then it's okay to let it go. It all, the child doesn't even remember it, that they survived without it. But I really like including kids in this process so that they know that their toys don't just disappear. They also know that they get to be involved in choosing what they want to keep, what their favorite <clears throat> items are, and that they don't feel worried or scared that the purging parents, uh, which a lot of us love doing, will just swipe them of their toys. Now, let me clarify something on that. I did pretty much know what my kids played with. My kids play, my son played with cars and Legos the most. My daughter played with Polly Pockets and Little Pet Shop the most. Um, now, all those little McDonald's toys that they played with the first day they got the Happy Meal and then they never played with them again, or any of the things that you really know that your kids are not playing with, now, those are the things I always uh, got rid of, but I do believe the um, bin in the garage is a good idea because if they do miss something and they're like, Mom, where is this? I wanted to play with it. 
then of course it's there, they can pull it out, and then you know that that's an item that you're not gonna get rid of. So, um, but most part, you pretty much know what they play with and what they don't play with. So, um, I, I, I see both sides. I was that parent that just took the stuff that my kids didn't play with and I got rid of them. But uh, I do see the benefit now of putting these items in the garage, waiting for them to uh, see if they want them and then letting them go. Um, you know, you know what your kids love and you know what your kids play with all the time. And of course, I would not get rid of those items. Um, so that's what, but that's what she did. She liked to involve her kids um, in the process. And I've noticed that it, it really helps kids understand that you might not be playing with them all out right now, and that's okay. Somebody else might really love those toys, and that actually has helped. It's grown on my oldest child, she says. Um, Holly Blakely says, and uh, so her daughter now comes to her, and she says, hey, somebody else will really like this. And she goes ahead and puts it in the donation box. Um, so one of my favorite ways, one of Holly Blakey's favorite ways to utilize space is using the back of doors. And that is a, a really great thing. I have hooks on the back of my kids' doors. I use those for their towels and their backpacks. That way, um, all of their towels didn't wind up on the floor and they had a towel to take with them to the bathroom when they took their shower because you know once it got to their bedroom, it wasn't going back to the bathroom. So um, that's what I used it for. So it can, but the back of the door can be used as a shoe rack. It can be wrapping paper wall. It can be used for hats or handbags or tote bags. The back of my kid's door has hooks for all their backpacks and bags. That's what Holly used, kids used theirs for. And then the baby's room had diapers and wipes. And uh, she used those pocket shoe holders at, for organization. And I've used those too. Those are great for cleaning products you can hang one of those shoe organizers in the garage and put all your cleaning products in there. Um, in your bathroom cabinets, you can put your hair products in those little pockets. Now, I did cut them so that they'd fit the doors of my cabinets in the bathroom. Uh, but she's, uh, Holly says another really fun option that you guys may or may not have seen floating around Instagram are those shoe holders. So you can use those for Barbie dolls. You can use those for craft items, stuffed animals, hair accessory. And I've seen teachers use them in their classroom as well and number them for the amount of students they have and have used them for water bottles and various items. Um, now, 
walls. The other thing I love is using walls. So I use walls in my house and in my client's house for book ledges. It's a great way to display your books. I talked about a system of rotating toy library before. It's great to have a rotating book library too, instead of just toys. Uh, hooks, she uses hooks. So I have hooks and all of our daily bags go there. Also, we can hang up jackets, hats. They're the adhesive hooks. Uh, hanging up bibs next to the high chair. And I would say just put a hook on the back of the high chair to hang the um, bibs. Uh, hanging up necklaces. The sky's the limit and you can peel them right off when you're done. So you use the back of the doors uh, use walls, a uh, wardrobe rack. Now she uses a wardrobe rack um, for various things as well. So you know like the six month range or the three month range, she's, uh, Holly puts them up there so that they don't forget them. They on a uh, store, uh, clothes rack. Also, she's says, be really creative about what you see and what you have. I saw the ends of the wardrobe rack and was like, aha, I can hang things on that too. So I hung their socks on there, done. It also have stacking bins that you can put PJs and stuff on, on the bottom of those clothes racks. So she would hang stuff on the ends of the racks, the clothes by uh, size, and then she had bins at the bottom. Um, she says, my daughter thinks it's like the greatest thing in the world. You can have it in the playroom for dress up stuff. Uh, okay, so next up is handy products. So first thing is clear bins. She loves clear bins. Uh, my top favorite use of clear bins is for medicine. What makes it so nice is that anybody who's watching your kids or even your husband can clearly open it and see what is it is and grab it. Uh, pumping stations. If you're a nursing mom, you can have all your pumping parts in a clear bin. Fridge bins are clear. Legos, you can have Legos in there. Super handy in the pantry for snacks, for lunch, uh, making your own lunch items for the kids so they can see what's in there and make their own lunches. Baskets, okay, next is baskets of any kind. Baskets are so handy if you have kids. A lot of stuff and you don't have to go and buy them. You, most of the time you might actually have some in your home, but if not, you can also find baskets at Goodwill. I use a basket for our front door my kids come home from school and when they come home from school, their shoes were loaded with sand. So they just had them, each had their own bin for their shoes uh, to keep the sand out of the house. Uh, I keep a little toy bin in my bathroom for my baby girl so that when I am getting ready, taking a shower, she is in there playing with her toys while I'm taking a shower. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're more likely to put toys in bins without lids. It's just that one extra step. So bins without lids for 
kids and for your husbands that don't tend to uh, pick up a lid to put their dirty clothes or their toys in. Labels. Labels are great. Labels are trending right now. You can't see when you have folded onesies what size it is. So labels sometimes are so key. Other times in a playroom when you have your bins labeled, kids are more likely to know where things are go put away. And so one of my favorite things to do for the kids is also to put an image on the labels for those that can't read. That way they know what it is. White board pens are great for labeling bins. White board pens are so nice for your own labeling. I love being able to write my own because it's instant. One of the favorite things to use are boxes that you get in the mail. It's nice to recycle them. Uh, diaper boxes are perfect to reuse for organizational purposes. Uh, items in there, whether they to be repaired or donated, hand-me-downs. Uh, she also has travel patch pouches. The next thing are travel patch pouches. Diaper bags, are, uh, since we're not traveling a lot lately, on planes at least, if you have any travel pouches in your house, you know the zipper pouches, those things, uh, or I call them makeup cases, you can use them for diaper in your diaper bag or swimming bag to put swim diapers, sunscreen, snacks. They're so handy to keep things separate. A lot of them keep things dry. Me, I use gallon size freezer bags. I use those to organize everything. One, you can see through them. Two, they're waterproof. And three, they're heavy duty, so they're not gonna tear as easy as like a sandwich bag. Uh, I use freezer gallon size bags to organize all those little things that you wanna keep uh, together uh, instead of using travel pouches. Now, travel pouches are still pretty if you want pretty things in your purse or if you want it all pretty, but those see-through bags are essential because you can see what's in them. Um, but the prettier ones you can use in your daughter's drawers for her accessories. You can use them for toys. All the things that you don't want visible, you can use those, um, those travel pouches or makeup bags for because um, those items you don't wanna see and you want it to be nice and pretty. Uh, but if something's already you know, in your purse and you wanna know what's in it, then the see-through bags. Um, she uses ice cube trays, baby food jars, um, milk freezer storage bags, you know, the ones that she used for nursing and then she's not nursing anymore, or she used them for bottles and don't use bottles anymore. All those little bags can be reused and uh, this is what she uses them for. If you nursed and you have a bunch of those milk freezer storage bags and then you're done nursing and you're left with a ton of them, you don't have to recycle them or throw them away. Definitely don't throw them away. You can use those for snacks, such as uh, snacks. Such a fun idea and the kids think they're really fun to have those little 
nursing bags of snacks. They become instant Ziplocs, so use those. Uh, pill cases. Um, she uses, so two uses for the pill cases. Again, small items, like if your kids have anything like a bead making kit, anything in the craft supplies that require small things, pill cases are great for those. Um, also, those pill cases, you can put your makeup in those pill cases and have a small amount of makeup for travel. Uh, you just put a little bit of cream, your cream base in one little, a little powder, um, a little lipstick, and um, maybe a little bit of powdered pink eyeshadow to use on your cheeks. I use a little pink eyeshadow um, that's like glittery. I use that for my cheeks because you can't really tell that I'm wearing it and it just gives it a little bit of a pink sheen. Um, so um, now you don't have to go out and purchase all of them at the same time, but when you collect your organizing items, try to stick to a similar uh, color palette and you'll really help achieve that visual look of things being uniform. And so that is one of my closing last things to give you. All right, now let's go, let's review some of what she had, what Holly Blake, Blakey has said here for our podcast. Let's do a little review. Uh, there are probably a bunch of toys that you might not be using right now. You don't have to donate them or give them away to a friend right away. They can go into a rotating toy library that goes in the garage or anywhere you have space. That way kids know that they're not going away forever if they're not ready to part with them. And it will also show you that once the items have been in the garage for six months or a year and your child doesn't even remember it, that they survived without it. Now, one of my favorite things, Holly's favorite things, is to do for kids is put images on the labels. It makes it so much easier, not only for the kids, but for yourself. It's just really easy to see when there's a picture of the balls or the Play-Doh or the Barbie dolls or whatever it is, and then you know where things go back. Uh, when purging toys, include your kids in the process so that they know that their toys don't just disappear. They get to be involved in choosing what they want to keep, what their favorite items are, when donating them, donating them, explain that someone else might really love these toys. Placement is key. Things that you want your children to be self-sufficient about, like toys and games, put them where they can be reached easily. They can be taken out and put back easily. And keep those thing, items nice and low. Things you don't want them to get into, keep up high, like glitter or um, unhealthy snacks. 
Kids usually like a rainbow of colors, which does not lend itself to nice, uniform-looking spaces. One of the ways to achieve that look, despite having your kids' stuff in a variety of colors, is to have your products be just one to two colors. Keep the, the color scheme clean. Set up a transition bin. Put all those items in that collect around your house and take up space and may give you anxiety. Once a month or more, often if you need to, return all the items in this bin to their proper place or their proper owner. Some may be outside the home and some may need to go in the home. Utilize the back of door spaces by setting up shoe rack to hold various items or hooks for backpacks. Set up clear bins in various places. They are great in medicine cabinets so you can find things at a glance. And label your bins. Lastly, your label your bins and baskets. If your child can't read, put pictures on the containers so they know which basket or bin their toys go in. All right, that was it for Holly Blakely. And I will leave information about her below in the description. But remember that she is organizing. Hold on, let me find her thing again. Breathing room organization. And um, breathing rm.org is where you may be able to find her, but I will leave information. And um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you got a, a lot of tips about organizing when you have kids, young kids and older kids. And um, I will see you on the next podcast. Talk to you later.